0: Heavenly Father, we come before you and we want to thank you for the privilege of being able to assemble together in your name. Lord, we want you to take our singing and the music this morning, use it to your honor and glory. We ask that our hearts would be prepared for the preaching of your word. And Lord, when we get to the invitation, that not a one of us would withhold from you what is rightfully yours that we would surrender our hearts and our lives and our futures and our hopes and our dreams to the words of your book and to the direction that you would have in our lives. We pray for your grace, that we may glorify thee with it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please, Does it seem possible that this would be our last Sunday of 2010? Uh, How many thought we were ever going to get past Y2K? And that was a decade ago. And uh, it is amazing as time marches on. And of course, the actual day of Christmas is just over. Probably still have wrapping paper to pick up and throw out and all of those things that go on. And, And yet, immediately we have the looming issue of the coming year. What is going to happen? It seems like every year it has said, this is going to be the pivotal year that changes the world. Now, how many times have you heard that? And I mean, every, every new year. And let me tell you something, the world has changed. How dramatically has the world changed in the last 10 years? Let's go back a little further. Whoever would have thought that the Iron Curtain would crumple like a cheap rag and that the entire Soviet Empire would be dissolved in a matter of weeks and that the only communist would be in America? Uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I mean, they're more capitalistic in China today because they found out something. It's fun to make money, isn't it? And that's the new God and always has been the God of this world, has it not? The devil always offers you more than... You think you're going to, then then you actually get. But most of us are here today because we want to serve God. We want to love God. How many of you would like 2011 to be a year of greater service for God than 2010? And there is nothing wrong with desiring the right things, and let me tell you, I believe the question that was being asked here in Matthew chapter eighteen, if you would turn there with me in your Bibles uh, Matthew chapter eighteen, there is a question the disciples were asking in verse one, and we 're just going to try to examine the first few verses here, walk down through the text, and think about these things and Ask God to give us some direction. And and I believe this would be a good question to ask. At the same time, came the disciples unto Jesus, verse 1, Matthew chapter 18, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? The question was, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Now, certainly, it is not wrong to desire to have a prominent place or to be a great servant of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen? Now, we know the disciples had this problem with pride and they wanted to be important and and all of these things, what's in it for me, And, and, and all of these questions, but As we take this question as it was asked, they came to Jesus and they said, Listen, who is greatest? How do we become great in the kingdom of heaven? How do we serve you in a great way? I mean, the idea of the kingdom. A kingdom is where the king rules. Amen? It's just that simple. It's the realm of authority that belongs to the king. And if you want to be great in the kingdom, that means you're going to be a great servant of the king. Amen. Are we still together? I don't believe we're doing any injustice to the text. And of course, there was the idea of the disciples that, you know, Lord, you've already picked us. We're special people here. Uh, How does this thing work out? And I love Jesus' answer to this question and we'll find that the answer